Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, powered by Anchor. The opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast in general. Also, portions of the live stream may be edited for podcast release. We appreciate your understanding. The greatest city in the world, broadcasting to fans of anime and Japanese culture all around the world. We thank you for joining us on the June twenty fourth, twenty twenty installment of the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Welcome, welcome, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Jr. and joining me as per usual, north of the border, where it's uh, rather cool, I think, Mister Neff Canuck. Not really, no, because it's over, I think it's about 70 Fahrenheit, and we're recording this at about 8 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. Oh, good evening to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. It's like, yeah, it's, it's getting to that warm part of Canadian summer. You know that four-week period <laughs> before it gets cold again? <laughs> well, well uh, in a few days, uh, I wonder if... Uh... Those storms coming from the Sahara Desert are going to be in your forecast, as it is for us, I believe. I haven't looked at the long-range forecast because I, I tend nowadays to look at a forecast and go, I'm not going outside anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, apparently I spoke to Umi earlier today. Um, the uh, sandstorms from the Sahara Desert are quite a common occurrence this time of the year. But uh, this year, uh, there are so many strong storms that it's been exacerbated. And now there's this mm. whole plume of sand crossing the Atlantic Ocean with the, um, with the wind currents. Uh, they're going to head uh, around her neck of the woods uh, pretty soon. And then uh, the winds are going to carry it in this direction, in the northeast. Mm. Well, looking at the long range, uh, we're going to get blown away on saturday i believe supposed to be getting a lot of rain at that point and fairly windy i don't know if that's related to that or it's something else interesting well uh hmm. it's that time of the year we get more humid weather and uh the weather can be pretty unpredictable you can say that again <laughs> And before we continue chatting, remember that the Extreme Anime Radio podcast is available on Anchor at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. You can uh, listen to all of our shows there just by going to that address. 
or just by searching on your favorite podcasting platform for the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. We are listed on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So, uh, on our agenda tonight, we're going to talk a little bit about anime, and uh, at the end of the show, I'm going to have another Baksu taste test. Uh, I'm almost out of my sundries from the uh, June box, and I am expecting the July box to arrive in the next couple of days, so I'm pretty excited. Well, when you think about it, this is the last uh, podcast in June, mm-hmm. so that means six months of 2020 is officially pretty much gone. Can mm. we get a refund and start over again? Now, I was about to say, where's the reset button? <laughs> the big red reset button just keeps smashing it for a while. Thanks. Yeah, right. Oh. I, I explained to Neff um, my intentions later in the year of trying to see if I can do something for a vacation. And um, I've ranked my ideas from least possible, which is going to Japan, to most possible, which is probably staying put, and maybe working on my um, home entertainment and home computer systems. Well, well, they're all laudable goals, but remember, if you have, don't think of it as doing the last most wanted thing on your list. Think of it as the thing that will last you the longest time, if that's the thing you do on your list. Right. Well, that'll probably be uh, upgrading my living room's home entertainment and also the maybe finally getting myself a true gaming computer uh, that I can build on my own. Ah, yes, building computers on your own. I used to be able to do that, and then I just started ending up bleeding into my computers, and I said, no, I'll let someone else bleed into the computer. Thank you. Yeah. And then I can... And I mean that literally. <laughs> Then I can maybe invest in one of those, like, you know, $500 gaming chairs that you see being sold online. Oh, yeah, that whole, that whole thing of, you know, buy this super-duper chair and you can sit in there for hours. You know what? You might be able to sit in one of those chairs for hours, but eventually you have to get up and out of said chair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I think out of the two computers in this house that I've built, uh, the one upstairs has a uh, $50 chair I bought from Staples as a Sealy chair. Um, and the one I'm sitting in right now is a holdover from my mother's old job from like over 20 years ago. You're due for a new chair. <laughs> Very much so. Hey, uh, I, I'm still comfortable in this chair. It hasn't broken. It hasn't peeled. So... Well, I, I'm more thinking about your back more than anything else. Yeah. It is sitting a little low. That is my only complaint. Yeah, that's one thing I noticed with the new wheels. It's like it's a seat that actually envelops me as opposed to I'm sitting on this thing and feeling like I'm sitting on a milk crate. You're talking about your car. Like, yeah, yeah. No, what I'm, what I'm sitting on right now was originally... A very expensive office chair, but uh, got it secondhand through Amazon and didn't pay quite as much. Okay. But it was still <clears throat> pretty dear. Yes. Yes, I have heard of Alienware, uh, Flax J uh, says. Oh, incidentally, Flax J, he is sponsoring tonight's podcast. I failed to mention that. Uh, Flax J, thank you for sponsoring tonight's show. I really appreciate it. 
we still have some minor expenses per month that we mainly use to pay for the live streams that we use to put on our live shows. So if uh, you're interested in helping us out in the future on future shows, then please uh, contact us uh, for more details, and we'll go over the fine details uh, later on in the show. But yes, I have heard of Alienware. They are mad, mad expensive, as they say. With, when it comes to Alienware, I look at them and I go, okay, you're basically a Dell with upgraded components and a fancy box. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope, nope, nope. <laughs> um, somebody I may ask uh, if it comes down to it for gaming. Obviously, you, Neff. Uh, I might consult with Mystic. Um, I know that uh, Capelia, one of the uh, cosplayers of Sarioshita, her fiancé also builds uh, uh, gaming computers, so I'll probably have to consult with him, too. Mm. Yeah, because gaming computers, you can go one of two ways. You can go the big fancy box that you know has lights, the whole nine yards, and you know practically says, "Look at me from outer space," <laughs> or you go for the smallest thing that you can find that'll meet your needs. So it's it's that whole range. It's that whole range you have to watch out for. Remembering that what you buy today that's high end in three years' time ain't high end anymore. It depreciates worse than a car, I think. Right. <laughs> yeah, you you and I are both in that neighborhood where we've, you know, bought a car and said, this is what I paid for it. This is what it's worth now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to go for the super high-end one with jazzy lights and uh, the uh, glow-in-the-dark liquid cooling system, so... Yeah, I, I don't see you as as the type who, you know, goes for the party PC, as I like to call it. No, 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 no. Although I, I, I do want something that packs a punch. Don't don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, cer certainly you don't want to buy, you know, underpowered. If it's underpowered now, mm -hmm. imagine three years from now what it'll be. Right. Certainly something that I don't want to hit out of the park. Um, oh, and speaking of hitting out of the park, Neff... Uh, Yes. Da -da 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 -da. Play ball. Yeah, that's uh, that's just uh, the random guy in the corner yelling that after making us wait so long. Yeah, and the best part is, I mean, they impose essentially what they offered the players. Yeah. The players rejected. Mm -hmm. The only reason, the only reason, apparently, the players rejected it was they're like, if we accept this, we can't file a grievance. Yeah. So it's like they're looking at filing a grievance. The owners are saying, oh, yeah, we'll file a grievance against you. And let's just play baseball and forget all this crap. Yeah. <laughs> but it will be a changed baseball game, at least this season. Right. It's a 60-game season, so it's uh, less than half of a normal season. Mm -hmm. um, and if I'm not mistaken, uh, we have new... Kind of like a NASCAR overtime rule for baseball now. Yep, that'll be a runner on second base to start the 10th. And universal DH. So no more National League pitchers spinning around like a lathe at the plate trying to hit something. Uh, man, I miss those days of, you know, Bartolo Colon hitting one out of the park. Okay, 
He hits one out of the park for every 30 times. He looks like <laughs> he's trying to swat a fly with his baseball bat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, so the season will still end around Christmas. No, it'll end around the regular time, right? Yeah, they're looking at the regular time. They're looking at expanding the playoffs, but that needs the the uh, players' approval, so I have no idea how that's going to go. Right. So, I mean, the, the trick is, though, you won't see the normal um, rivalries this year. Right. Because of geographic changes or geographic restrictions on travel, uh, what they're looking at is, for example, the, a- the American League East will play themselves and the National League East. Which means we're looking at uh, Blue Jays uh, visiting uh, City Field. And with no way to go see them in person. <laughs> ah! So it's like, wait a minute, that's great. We can't go there. That kind of sucks. And there are arrangements uh, for Toronto, considering they're the only uh, major league team in, ca- in Canada. Well, that's a story. Because right now, the border's closed. And right now, there's no free pass being given between uh, Canada and the U.S. for Major League Baseball purposes. There's one being worked out for the NHL. Okay. So the Jays are left with two choices, potentially. One, play in Dunedin, Florida, where they have now had a breakout of (laughs) COVID-19 among their own players. Or two... Play at their Buffalo AAA affiliates field. Yeah. I won't. I won't say it's it's a AAA field, but it's not quite up to even AAA standards because they spend all their money on their Florida location because that's their training facility as well. Ah. So if they're forced to play at the Buffalo Bison's home, that's gonna look bad. <laughs> but it'll still be baseball. It'll still be so, baseball. Yeah. I think most of Canada will take it, even right. if all we can do is watch it on TV. <laughs> but, uh, yes, uh, everybody's trying to restart uh, some sort of normalcy. Uh, of course, there'll be no normalcy unless we have a cure for the uh, unfortunate pandemic that has stricken the world. Um, here in New York, uh, they've officially moved to phase two, which means the opening of uh, outdoor restaurants and uh Barber shops. I'm still waiting to hear from my barber to see when I can go and get my hair all taken care of. Um, the rest of the state has gone to... What, what, what are you doing, Neff? The world's tiniest violin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so saying the rest of the uh, state has moved to phase three, which means they can do indoor and outdoor dining uh, up to 50% capacity. Um, and a few other things as well. Uh, so the Cuban restaurant that I frequent out in Long Island in Concriollo, um, they have, uh, I think, resumed their indoor dining now to a limit. And, um, you know, I may try to take advantage of that uh, before I head up for my summer sojourn. Mm. Well, speaking of preparing, I should, I should, you know, be not so snide because I got a call from my dentist today. Uh-oh. Because I have... I have an appointment scheduled for tomorrow that was scheduled BC before COVID. (laughs) So they called me and said, 
do you have a mask? Because you'll need, I said, yes, I have masks in the car. Okay, we have to run you through a checklist now, and we'll run you through another checklist when you show up tomorrow before we'll even let you in the door. Right. And considering that I have to drive three-quarters of an hour to this dentist, I hope to God I pass their little quiz, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. It was the same thing for me uh, when I did my uh, annual heart checkup uh, last month. Uh, you were checked out before you entered the office. And you weren't allowed in until it was close to your appointment time. Mm, that's a, that's a good reminder. To me. Even if I show up a little bit early, I'll just wait. I'll just wait in the car. All right. Which is uh, that's going to be the norm for a while uh, for places like doctors' visits, uh, uh, barbers. Uh, at least in New York State, they're recommending uh, all barbers go to an appointment system so it limits the number of people inside the barber shop. Um, Public transportation, uh, planes and trains and whatnot, uh, they're actually recommending that you not arrive early for whatever scheduled trip you take to cut back on the amount of people indoors, you know, waiting for the departure and whatnot. But then how do you get through security in time to get to your plane? Because once you get a plane full of people trying to get through TSA... Right. Ooh. I don't think it's a concern right now because hardly any people are flying like they did before. That's very true. I mean, you know, by now it's like if you're flying at all, the TSA probably know you by your first name. Right. Because you're about the only people going through. Right. In the airport here, um, uh, the Port Authority, incidentally, once things settle down, Neff, and you come mm -hmm. back and visit, you'll mm -hmm. be so happy you flew through LaGuardia. Because they've just opened up the new Central Terminal building. Oh, so they finally finished that, eh? They didn't finish the gates. Some of the gate areas are still under construction. So some of the old gates are still in use. But mm -hmm. the ones that I think include Air Canada, they've been using the new gates for a while. But this is now the Central Terminal building where you check in, go to baggage claim and everything. Um, everything's more spaced out now, and there are not too many amenities available, obviously. But uh, I've seen some of the pictures, and it looks so nice. Okay, that's something to look forward to at some point in the future. Doesn't look like a third world country anymore, at least from the photos. <laughs> okay. Um, and you remember you know that experience, right? Yeah, okay. No, I've been through bad airports. LaGuardia wasn't the worst. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you, the main airport in Dallas... That was a gong show. Oh. Yeah, that, that that's just wow. But no, LaGuardia was like, it's a tiny little airport in comparison to what I'm normally used to. So I wasn't expecting, you know, the Taj Mahal. Right, right. I mean, there were a couple of places in that airport, as I recall, where it was like, is that wall going to fall on me? <laughs> right. But, but it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But I was the point I was saying is that uh, Port Authority airports around here, you have to wear a mask. The only time you can remove your mask is when you identify yourself to the uh, TSA officer when you go through security. Oh, that would be interesting with the masks I bought. Uh-oh. Let's put it this way. If I come to New York... And any of the local TSA agents there are hockey fans. I might not be admitted into New York. <laughs> Uh-oh. 
Do I do I have to have uh, do I have to have the National Guard waiting for your arrival? <laughs> well, as I said, as long as they're not New York Islanders or Rangers fans or Devils fans, I'll be fine. Oh yeah, I think you'll be fine. <laughs> Everybody will treat you with respect, with the uh, with the uh, occasional curse word coming in from baggage uh, claim number four. You know, oof. That that just reminds me. Um, uh, and I'll say it really quick. Uh, today was the Ho- Hockey Hall of Fame uh, induction. The members uh, were announced, uh-huh. and uh, the Ottawa Public Health Unit, for some weird reason, decides to chirp in a weird way. Toronto fans. They say we realize that masks are uncomfortable and can be seen as an inconvenience, but some people wear Toronto Maple Leaf sweaters. So, eh. <laughs> interesting. And I love how the Ottawa Ottawa Public Health Unit is doing that. And I'm going, have you looked at the Ottawa Senators lately? <laughs> Tire fire! Don't no, no, don't don't make fun of us. Go go after your own team first. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we move on with the uncertainties in our world, and uh, here on the Extreme Anime Radio podcast, we talk about things related to anime and the Japanese culture. Uh, so I have some anime slash manga to talk about, but you have some stuff to talk about too, Neff, uh, that you kind of tease at the end of the last broadcast. That's right. Uh, I'm going to talk about a manga that's being turned into an anime. Uh, it won't. It was originally going to premiere this year, but of course, due to world events, it's gotten bumped to 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Worlds and Harem. And given the events of what's going on right now, it seems both eerily eerily, uh, similar and yet so far off the off reality you're like wait a minute this doesn't make any sense Uh oh what's the plot okay plot is in the year 2040 our hero uh has an incurable disease there's a treatment but he has to go into cryo sleep for five years Hmm. so he goes into cryo sleep when he wakes up, the world is irrevocably changed. How changed is it? He is one of five male survivors known to exist. Oh, no. Because of a virus that it attacked shortly after he went into cryosleep called the MK virus. MK being short for man killer (laughs) oh no so you're waking up in a world where you are basically you know one of five possible five survivors that are known now because of this virus and the devastation it wrought japan is kind of isolated of course Mm -hmm. so all they know is what the outside world tells them is going on but everybody's been affected by this virus mm-hmm. okay so they only know about the five survivors they know about right now the trick is our male hero had a girlfriend before he went into cryo sleep oh he wakes up she ain't around because it turns out she's a scientist or became a scientist mm-hmm. And may have discovered the truth behind this virus and gone into hiding. Uh Uh-oh. Now, 
if you are left in a world where basically uh, you are one of five survivors, male survivors, mm-hmm. and the government of the day is like, we have to do something about this because all we can we can only clone females. We cannot birth males. It's not happening. Hmm. And they try they tried in vitro fertilization. That doesn't work. So that means naturally they want, you know, nature to take its course. Right. So to, so to speak. But our hero says, No way. I want to find my girlfriend. And then we get him and the four other survivors get sprinkled in, a couple of whom are not quite as virtuous as our hero. Oh. Yeah. So let's just say it's a long ride. I mean, they're up to volume 11 in Japan. Uh-huh. And we're up to volume 8 in North America. I've read the first three. Right. But I can tell you, it, it, there is definitely some darker undertones to this series. It is mature. It is under Seven Seas Ghost Ship Mature Label. Okay. It is available electronically via Kindle if you don't like the Dead Tree version. Uh, so definitely one of those, but it makes you think that on the one hand, it sounds like paradise. But on the other hand, you're like, wait a minute. This is wrong. And of course, with everything else going on in the world, you're reading this going, yeah, no. <laughs> So you think uh, you think this is going to be something that uh, might be sort of a timely topic when the anime comes out next year? Yeah, and I'll be curious to see how they manage to, I'll, I'll say, smooth over some of the more interesting scenes in the manga. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, I don't think they'll be dumb enough to go the way of interspecies reviewers. Right. But there are definitely some scenes in the manga where you're like going... That's not getting animated. <laughs> no freaking way. Yeah. Not without a lot of mosaics or uh, mysterious beams of, of light. Mm. Well, um, the manga that I came across, uh, and I actually started this afternoon, um, the one that Umi recommended to me, uh, and the one I mentioned on the last show, I believe, uh, a short series by the name of Crossing Time. And when I looked up uh, Crossing Time on Crunchyroll on the computer, it gave me the Crossing Time anime. Apparently, they there is an anime of Crossing Time, uh, 12 three-and-a-half-minute episodes. Ah, the mini format. Mm-hmm. So I was able to tackle all of those, and uh, it's a very, very nice series, and I think the manga goes even further in depth. Um, I spoke to Neff before we went on the air. I'm not big into manga, but this is actually one manga that I could uh, really enjoy. Uh, The fact that, uh, number one, uh, the chapters are short, and number two, uh, they have to do with trains. Well, of course, the item two is what really draws you in, right? Yes. (laughs) So, uh, Crossing Time uh, is a manga series by Yoshimi Sato, and uh, the anime television series adaptation premiered in 2018, and the animation studio is 
uh, Ikachi Epilka, which is a relatively new Hokkaido-based animation company. And I think they did pretty decent for their first job. I think this is one of their first major projects. Um, now, I'm going to ask because I haven't seen it yet myself. Do they rely on a lot of computer graphics or is it mostly like cell, like cell style animation? Uh, I probably, I would have to say maybe a lot of computer graphics from the way it seems like it. But uh, th- those are some of the things I really don't pay attention to unless I look really carefully. Ah, see, my problem is watching it on the big screen. It's like if it's bad computer graphics, it's like, oh, God, just my eyes, they burn. No, the, the, this animation was pretty good. Um, hmm. And they're basically um, real-life locations of railway crossings in and around the Tokyo area, at least the Tokyo area, because I haven't seen anything really outside of it uh, yet. Um, real-life uh, railway crossings are the scenes for like these mini-episodes about uh, different aspects of life. Um, and there are stories in there that pretty much everybody can be a fan of. Uh, there's the, uh, story of, um, uh, an old teacher and a young student waiting to cross, uh, the railway crossing. Uh, another story about, um, uh, an old man who remembered his lost love, uh, back when he was a student waiting for the tram. Um, there is a same-sex love story in there. There's um, one about uh, somebody who loves to write Japanese poetry. So there's a real big mix of stories. Um, some are humorous, uh, but some are actually, you know, quite touching. Um, so it's very interesting to see how some of these stories later on, as you read the manga especially, sort of more or less intertwine with each other. Hmm. Okay, you've got you've got my attention here. Um it's available on Crunchyroll and uh uh of course this is the first time I'm using Crunchyroll's website to look at the manga and uh yeah, I'm getting used to the manga style of, you know, reading from right to left, but I also have to get used to the fact that uh if I want to turn to the next page, I gotta go left and not go right, which is what I kind of did a few times. Well, okay, that's that's where reading it on a device like a phone or a tablet is slightly better because it's a bit more intuitive to flip with your finger one way or the other versus trying to go with your mouse and going, wait a minute, this is completely backwards from how I'm normally doing things. Right now, I'll ask you, Neff, because you obviously read a lot more manga than I do. Uh, You've read hundreds, and I've read this one. Um, so what would you say um, with regards to watching on a smart device? Um, do you normally watch on a smartphone? Uh, do you read your manga on a smartphone, or do you go for something like an iPad? I go for the iPad mainly because it's bigger and my eyes ain't that good anymore. Right. Especially when you're talking about the very tiny sign effect. Sound effects, try speaking English, where you know they are writing the actual uh, translation of the effect somewhere, somewhere in very tiny type Mm -hmm. within the sound effect itself. Right. 
So yeah, that's mu- it's much more appropriate. Plus, you can also zoom out, zoom in and out as you need to, mm-hmm. which also helps. Right. If if manga reading is something that I eventually go into, you know, if I'm grounded at home at the end of the year, uh, maybe uh, one of the technological upgrades I'll invest in is an iPad. I would I would say especially because now you wouldn't be able to sell the manga afterwards, but at least if you buy it electronically or use the Shonen Jump subscription service which is the monthly charge and you can access their titles. Uh-huh. You won't have, you know, all these piles of books lying around and you can just at your leisure, you know, just read whatever you like. Right. The only one, yeah, um right now the only one I have is Crunchyroll, but uh those are those sort of subscription or purchase services are what I would be looking at, right? Yeah. If I wanted like to get said, into the good stuff, yeah, I was going to say. Now, I will say this. You have to be careful because depending on the service, the manga is cheaper. Okay. For example, Amazon Kindle will take a Viz title and sell it to you cheaper than Viz will in their own app. Uh, that's right. I think you mentioned this before. So, yeah, the Crossing Time anime is on Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll is licensed, it, I think, uh, worldwide, it seems, from what I've seen. Um and uh, the manga is also available at least here, uh, also through Crunchyroll by logging in. Um, I was able to access through the computer and bypass the warning saying that Adobe Flash will be sunsetted from Google Chrome in December 2020. I uh, had to get by that in order to read it. Which may, which may necessitate at some point having to walk away from Chrome. Yeah. And if you do have to walk away from Chrome, I recommend Firefox because Edge will drive you crazy. Yeah. Oh, yes. Edge is... Uh, have you seen the new upgrade to Edge? They've changed the Microsoft Explorer logo to like a um, like a watermelon-type blue-greenish thing. Yeah. It's like... you. Okay. This is basically putting a fresh coat of paint on a shack. It's still a shack. It just has a fresh coat of paint on it. Ah... Uh... Somebody, somebody was mentioning what the uh, new logo for Edge was, reminded them of. Yeah, and just like the uh, the icon, you don't eat that either. Oh, yeah, the detergent pods. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ugh. although I will say they're handy when you're doing laundry. Oh, definitely. As opposed to trying to, as opposed to, trying to pour a liquid into a cup and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. I uh, one of the things that I did when I was reading the um, the manga actually is actually at the after every certain number of uh, chapters, uh, the author of the manga will actually tell you about the actual real life location where the scenario is based, and it's actually wonderful to look these actual locations up in Google Street View and to see the real slice of life locations, and a lot of them. Um, are spread out in Tokyo. Don't forget, folks, Tokyo is not just the metropolitan city of Tokyo. It actually stretches out into a lot of rural areas, too, especially out towards uh, the west, where you have a lot of um, um, commuter communities, but they're kind of like in uh, sleepy neighborhoods, basically. So this one is right near Tokyo, and it... um, had like a nice barber shop, a lot of vending machines, and a nice little garden area, which was kind of nice to take a look at. Mm. Well, I was going to say it's sort of like New York because you say New York, it's not it's not just New York City, but it's all the surrounding boroughs as well, right? With Brooklyn, 
Brooklyn Queens. Ah, uh, Brooklyn Queens. And now I'm. Those are the only two I remember because those are the ones that are usually, you know, <laughs> portrayed a lot on TV. That's the problem. Okay. Well, you got uh, Manhattan. You got Brooklyn Queens. You got the Bronx, and then you have good old Staten Island. Ah, uh, there you go. I I knew it was something. I was like, wait a minute. I know these. But then again, I barely make I barely remember the old municipalities that now make up the city of Toronto. So, okay. Uh but yeah, um in fact, uh, another nice thing about Tokyo that I'll speak about real quick is that you can do a day's worth of mountain climbing and technically not leave Tokyo because a uh, tall mountain range uh, out in western Japan includes Mount Takao and it's an easy train ride uh, on the KO from Shinjuku. About an hour's worth, I think, more or less. And uh, it's easily accessible. They have a lot of routes to go up. They have an easy route that just involves a lot of uh, uh, cable cars and nice, easy slopes. Not like the one I took in my first trip in Japan uh, with 2004. Um, My friends at the time wanted me to uh, check out this um, Shinto shrine that was on the way up to the mountain. And... I kid you not, it was a very beautiful shrine sitting up there. But the two hours taking like the advanced uh, course up Mount Takao was like, eh. And of course, it was a rainy day, and so when we got there, there was no view. Ouch. (laughs) Two hours of hiking and then no view to pay as the payoff? Oh, cripes. Yeah. Um, So I bring this up, you know, knowing that, you know, nobody can really visit Japan right now. Um, a lot of the tourism, I think, around the world is going to be domestic within each other's countries or regions for the time being until things get under control. Um, but uh, it's always nice to dream about uh, things you can do down in the future. Mm, indeed. I mean, you, you mentioned that, and I, I realize, yeah, they're, they're starting. But, see, the problem is in Canada, we're still not at the point where the virus is completely under control. So while there may be regions that are trying to, you know, within themselves, like the Atlantic region, which has basically done a very good job of corralling the virus right? in terms of coming, you know, and doing advertising in Quebec and saying, hey, come, you know, visit us. Mm-hmm. They're like, no, Quebec, you keep your plague and you keep it there. Um, we do have the taste testing, which we're going to do now. So um, if you'll permit me to just take a moment of your time to play some commercials, We will come back and do the taste testing and talk more stuff here on the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Don't go away. We are back here on the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast. Thanks for sticking around for a short amount of time. Uh, I'm JR and he's Neff. Tonight uh, the show is sponsored by Flax J, so we thank Flax J for his support. Uh, We'll go over the uh, various channels to reach us uh, at the end of the show if you'd like to contact us about um, the show sponsorships. Um, we're looking at uh, probably uh, one more show at least uh, next Wednesday, which will actually be Canada Day for NEF, uh, Canadians Independence Day, basically. Well, yeah, sort of. But uh, I like to say that this year's Canada Day will be a little quieter than usual. Oh, yeah, no fireworks. There'll be virtual fireworks, yeah. How do you do virtual fireworks? Oh, you mean like one of those uh, 
old uh, Microsoft Windows 95 screensavers that does fireworks? <laughs> Knowing the city of Mississauga like I do, that's probably what their plan is. <laughs> yeah, just fire it up on one of those small boards, and uh, there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, well, like I said, it's it's going to be a lot quieter and for good reason. But, you know, and then again, remember, I mean, I'm not sure what your Independence Day on the 4th is going to be like. Oh, they've already announced it. Um, I believe in the week of uh, Independence Day, our U.S. Independence Day, uh, apparently New York City is going to put on a small number of very short displays all around the five boroughs. And they will show up at random locations and not be announced in advance so that crowds don't gather. So there won't be a crowd gathering, but then no one's going to know it's there. And, right. Huh? And okay. with, with, uh, you know, with fireworks going off every night in our neighborhood, I, I make the argument we get five-minute shows every 15 minutes now during the evenings. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll say this. My neck of the woods, it's very restrictive, actually, in terms of either even buying fireworks. Oh, so, really? yeah. yeah, we don't generally get, you know, the random, hey, let's fire off a firework tonight. Mm-hmm. Not like not like many years ago when, you know, you used to go up up in the woods and you just uh, randomly shot off fireworks, you know, because it was like, hey, it's summer. Hey, it looked good. Boom. Yeah. Oh, and Flax in the chat room says that he is now a, a proud owner of one Sony share as of today. Hmm. One Sony share. Does that mean he gets a, an in on the first PS5? <laughs> but you know, it's uh, probably from one of those companies that kind of, you know, people want to start dabbling into, um, you know, stock markets and uh, bonds and whatnot, and they sell like the... Uh, like the single or double share options, right? Uh, those are coming into um, existence now these days. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I have some shares from a a, uh, a company that demutualized, used to be a, a life insurance company, they demutualized, became mm-hmm. a publicly traded company. I've got their those shares kicking around, and like every year they send me, and I kid you not, the the company prospectus and all the stuff before the annual general meeting works out to about 200 pages of paper. Oh yeah yeah. And there's no and there's no electronic version available. Mm-hmm. Which I find absolutely it floors me. I'm like this is 2020. You'd think by now they'd say instead of printing us, let's just send a giant file. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> well, um something else I want to mention before we continue is to thank the uh, cosplayers of uh, Extreme Anime Radio mascot Sarah Yoshida for always helping us out. Uh, tonight I want to give uh, special uh, uh, props to two people. One being Umi for suggesting the um, Crossing Time manga, which I discovered also has an anime. And also Dearly Cosplay, who has um, really gone above and beyond lately with her help in uh, cosplaying Sarah. Um, she put together a uh, Sarah shout-out. Uh, last week for Shinigami Liz, um, we have another Sarah shout-out. Uh, hopefully it will be available for Flax J soon, but it's not quite ready yet. Uh, so, Flax, I hope you'll enjoy that when it comes. Uh, but Dearly Cosplay also did um, a video 
that uh, I helped edit and publish earlier this week. Um, as you know, um, Sarah Yoshida, that character, loves to dance. Dearly cosplay as a dancer. So she um, did a little video about how she sews ballet shoes. So we've published that on Facebook on the Sarah Yoshida page, which is facebook.com forward slash anime radio mascot. We've also published it on Instagram TV. So um, to get there, I believe there's an Instagram TV app, or you can go just to Instagram at Extreme Anime Radio. Look up uh, the post. We have a little bit of a preview of uh, what we um, put together, and there is an icon that you can select there to go to Instagram TV so that you'll be able to um, watch that video. Hopefully it's the first of uh, several uh, collaborations to come in this regard, and we hope that you will take a look at it and let us know what you think. Um, anything you'd like to say, Neff, uh, or add before I go on to the taste testing? No, I think we've covered a lot tonight. Oh, um, there was one thing maybe. Oh, yeah, the, the whole uh, saying who has COVID-19. You know, I'll make this. I'll make this quick comment. We don't need to know unless they're coming near us. So all these people are saying, release all the names of all the the sports celebrities, etc., who've got it. I'm like, no, like you know, no, unless they're going somewhere they shouldn't. Then of course you have the dum dums like Mr. Djokovic, who you know <laughs> creates the ten the celebrity tennis tournament. No social distancing, no no precautions. He's sick. His wife's sick. Multiple players are sick. It's just like you need to be named and shamed, fool. <laughs> oh, get the bell. Shame, the ding. Shame, the ding. There's a, a Game of Thrones reference. Ah, <laughs> nice. Okay, so as I mentioned before, I have. Uh, a few items left from my June uh, Boxu box, and we're going to try a tea and an anpan. So I'm very, very excited about this. Um, the tea is a ginger yuzu herbal tea, and um, it is from... Uh, where is it from? It was um, from a company based in Tokyo, okay. Um, well, they recommend serving cold, but you can also have it hot if you need to. Uh, you pour it out into a um, uh, a drink, um, you know, you know, mix it in water and stuff. So I'm going to do that now. Um, I have a cold bottle of uh, water that I'm going to pour out into a glass. And um, let's see, just stir to combine. It's a no-frills uh, ginger yuzu tea. And they recommend the, the tea pairing with this... Uh, Baksu crafted yuzu anpan. So it's an anpan with um, basically uh, a yuzu flavor. Um, anpan, for those of you who don't know, is basically a sweet Japanese bun. So uh, it's a nice tiny one, but they say uh, the flavor is so concentrated, they suggest um, um, you know eating it in small bites and pairing it with some tea. So... That's what we're going to do now. Now, I have torn open where it says open, but I'm having a bit of a hard time uh, 
trying to get the stuff out. So Unfortunately, with most powders, it tends to do that. Yeah, it tends to want to clump together and not really pour. Oh, this is the packaging, not opening. <laughs> oh, it's the packaging for the... Oh, okay, there we go. Ooh. So, there we go. I opened it up. A bit of elbow grease in there, but I'm going to go ahead and... Elbow grease, flamethrower, saw. <laughs> <laughs> so, this reminds me of the uh, powdered... Um... What was the brand name? Alba that did the smoothies uh, way back when, right? Mm. I wanted to say ABBA, but I know it wasn't ABBA. ABBA was a singing group. <laughs> yeah, Swedish singing group, and yeah, no, ugh. So, trauma, trauma. So definitely a citrusy uh, smell from the uh, from the tea, which I'm going to sip right now before I go to the Ampan. So this is the... Uh, the ginger and yuzu herbal tea. Hmm. Kind of reminds me of lemonade. Hmm. So I will give this... Uh, I'll give this an eh. Just because it kind of reminds me of lemonade. There's no, nothing spectacular about it uh, on first taste. So it doesn't, it doesn't really hit you or thrill you. It's just sort of there. Right. Like one of those drinks I used to have at summer camp. Oh, like the like the McDonald's orange drink. <laughs> it was just kind of there. Or the fruit punch drink, yeah. Oof. Okay, now I'm going to try to... Uh, let's see if there's a notch here. I think I see a notch here for the Ampan. Yeah, there it is. So this is an Ampan, a Yuzu Ampan that um, Boksu made in collaboration with uh, Honma. This is a refreshing Yuzu filling made exclusively for Boksu. Uh, and it can be quite rich. So I brought my small spoon from Japan, and I'm going to cut mm-hmm. it up and uh, have it with some tea. Yeah, I can definitely see the yellowish paste inside. That's definitely the yuzu. So we'll try this, and then I'll take a little sip of the tea. I can understand now why they suggest having the tea with the yampan. So the two complement one another well? I think so. So I'm going to give uh, a yay to the Anpan by itself and a woohoo to the Anpan with the tea. I think they balance each other very nicely. Oh, that sounds like you're, that sounds excellent. Right. The Anpan, very sweet, as they say. And the quote-unquote yuzu drink, which is more like a lemonade, uh, a little bitter, so they, you know, you get both of those uh, flavors out there um, quite well. Someone in the chat room said your initial comment regarding the tea was it lacks the punch of tang. So my response in the chat room, and this is a very old school response, boys and girls. You'll have to you'll have to look this up. So in other words, it's LCL, is it? That's the Neon Genesis Evangelion. Oh, boy. (laughs) As I said, it's an old school reference, folks. Dig into Wikipedia. LCL. uh, Oh, okay. That's the um, link connect. That's the the link to the the pilots, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the the liquid they sit in that they can allegedly breathe that tastes like blood. (laughs) That description alone, if if I had to sit in in a liquid... You know, that I could breathe, but that tasted like blood. Ugh. Ugh. 
<laughs> no, 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 that would not be, no, that would not be considered, you know, number one on my top 10 list of things to do. <laughs> well, um, we are at the end of the show and we've had some nice uh, things to talk about. Um, as I mentioned, next week will probably be, um, the last show of the podcast before I start my preparations to go upstate. And then we'll probably do, over the course of the remainder of the summer, uh, some shows where Neff is kind of uh, running things. Because I won't have the setup upstate as I do down here, unless I were to haul a huge amount of equipment. And, uh, well, I'm not that insane, I think. Uh, I was going to say, you you don't strike me as wanting to play Pack Mule, no. <laughs> I have the space for it, but I'm, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. We'll 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 make the old beastie work. Although I'll say this: working from home now since March, I think the old beastie is giving me signs that it's unhappy and it wants to retire. Uh oh! Well, it'll be time for you to build a new computer. Uh, there ain't no build in my future. It's going to be buy it. Just buy it and buy it, and as you said, d. De- declutter it basically yeah or or what i'm thinking of doing because i've seen this i've seen this done before basically you know have them put the parts together mm-hmm. and that's it i'll handle everything else myself thank you very much buy the copy of windows and then i'll just do everything myself mm-hmm. because in theory the backup system i have is supposed to allow a restore to dissimilar hardware Okay. In other words, not so. In theory, and that, that would be the ultimate test to take a computer that is an i seven three seven seven zero. I hope you didn't hear that. <laughs> what did Alexa have to say about a core? Computer, stop playback. I keep forgetting that every so often I say the magic word and my oh. little friend. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, as I was going to say, the, the, the point is it's supposed to be able to go from the ancient beast I have to, in theory, a brand new computer. If that's possible, I'd be going seven generations if that works. Wow. Because mine is a third generation i7 and if i go for an i7 or an i9 in the 10th generation yeah that's seven generations big big leap big leap that's like going from my old car to my new car <laughs> basically <laughs> um what will lcl be ranked in the xar taste meter um <laughs> off the cliff i think yeah i was going to say the wily coyote response <laughs> Off the cliff and falling through the through the ground. If you would like to um, get in touch with the Extreme Anime Radio podcast, if you'd like to uh, help us by um, sponsoring our individual shows, which are $10 a show, or if you'd like to uh, get in touch with us because you or someone you know uh, might be interested in helping with the cosplay of Sarah Yoshida or anything else, Neff will give you all the ways to reach us right now. You can reach us at our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash anime radio. 
We're on Twitter at Anime Radio or twitter.com forward slash Anime Radio. We're on Instagram at Extreme Anime Radio. And you can reach us via email at extremeanimeradio at gmail.com. The next time we join you for this uh, Extreme Anime Radio podcast, it will be Canada Day. Uh, so maybe Neff will have uh, some timely topics for the occasion. We shall see. <laughs> um, and uh, as I said, that will probably be um, the last uh, podcast before I move. And then uh, we'll probably do a few more shows over the summer uh, while I'm up in my uh, summer job. Because, uh, as I've said, um, the station might now be a podcast, but I still have my summer work to do. So it's going to be interesting going up there for the summer now, considering uh, where I'll be working, it'll be pretty quiet. Well, it was normally pretty quiet before, but now it's going to be really quiet. Oh, yeah, they'll be... Uh, where I'm working right now, which normally has spectators, they're going to start without. Maybe as if the state continues to open a little bit, they'll allow a small number. To which I would reply, socially distance, get us photographs. Yeah. We'll just, uh, we'll, we'll have everybody um, wearing like um, um, two-yard sticks that they could just throw on their backs and we know they're socially distanced. Okay, there was a guy in Toronto. He wore a ring around himself that represented a two-meter bubble. <laughs> and he tried to walk down the average street in Toronto. Guess how well that turned out. Oh, uh, and he filmed himself? Yeah, and it didn't turn out well. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, yeah, keeping apart, folks. I know that's difficult, but remember... The life you save, it might not be yours, but it might be someone else's. Definitely, definitely. So please continue to stay healthy and safe. We thank you for listening, and we invite you to tune in for the next show. In the meantime, remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Mario podcast. Have a good night, and we'll see you again, folks. Good night, everybody. Bye.